Hello, welcome to Life and Things Podcast. This is Corinne. Today I'm going to be talking to you about negative energy and you. So stick around. Let's start by talking a little bit about your brain. Your brain is made up of all of these neurological pathways that basically tell the body what to do, whether it be physically what to do or producing these hormones or, you know, you're having a negative feeling or a positive feeling, all of that starts in the brain. So what does that mean for you? It means that the way that you perceive the world could dictate the signal sent out by your brain, which in turn could determine the way your body will react. If your thoughts are healthy, your body in turn will be healthy. If your thoughts are negative and stressful, your body will have signals and symptoms from that negativity and the stress that is created by that negativity. And You know, a lot of times people just don't feel good or very physically healthy if all that negativity and stress is happening on their body, in their life. So there are some people who feel like they're stuck in that cycle, right, of negativity and can't seem to really find their way out. You know, they might be trying over and over again, but they can't really seem to do that. And this is because almost like a bad habit your brain will form stronger neural pathways depending on the signals that we give to our brain, right? So if we look at things negatively over and over again, the brain actually has stronger neurological pathways to the negative thoughts. It is important to realize that even if you are one of these people struggling with these negative life cycles, you know, where you're kind of just going round and around and around and you feel like bad things are always, always happening to you, you can still find your way out. And we'll get into that in a little bit. So let's talk about the causes of the negative life syndrome or what, you know, what I call the negative life syndrome. Um, These Negative life cycles can start as early as childhood when you are first born due to family history and your historical family belief systems. They can also be caused by traumatic experiences. They can be caused by life experiences that lead to the same place over and over again. Low self-confidence helps develop these. How you feel about yourself plays a, plays a large role. Caring about what others say or think about you too deeply definitely leads to the negative life cycle. Not seeing the path to follow your dreams. So for example, a lot of people in midlife crisis, they might start feeling depressed and unhappy because they had all these dreams And all of a sudden they're realizing that they're halfway through their life and they didn't do any of it. So those kind of things can lead to those negative life cycles. 
not knowing or living within your purpose. And thinking things and people can make you happy. Because let me tell you, happiness starts from within. Not spending time doing things that are healthy for yourself. Another really big trigger to these negative life cycles. So let's talk about energy. Energy in you. <clears throat> There is the law of conservation of energy that states that energy can neither be created nor destroyed, only transformed from one form to another. Though most of this was talked about with the states of liquid, like um, it can be solid, liquid, or gas, or even the energy at rest versus that in motion. But it can still fit with the positive to negative use of energy. Your whole body is made up of energy whether it's mental energy or physical energy, and you can transform this energy from positive to negative or negative to positive, just by the way you think. Energy can come in the form of frequency. I'm sure you've heard that there's like radio frequencies, uh, frequencies that create light and sound, but there's frequencies around you all the time. Frequency is emitted at high frequencies and also low frequencies. So let's talk about ice crystals for a minute. I don't know if any of you guys have ever heard of the science and research that was done when it came to negative versus positive energy around water that then was frozen to create the ice crystals. And then they looked at it under a scope to see what formation the ice took. And what they found out was that when you cussed at or talked meanly to or played really nasty music that was mean and ugly that the ice crystals would be very disarray looking they wouldn't be that perfect formed crystal that looks like a snowflake <laughs> they also found that different frequencies that you can emit while talking to water can also form different perfect crystals depending upon the intent of the verbiage. So whether you're portraying passion or love or, you know, gratitude, all of those kind of change the formation of that crystal just a little bit. If you go on my website at thriveforwards.com, on my blog, which is called Negative Energy and You, I've actually posted pictures up there so you can see these pictures that were taken during the, during the research. The first image that I took or that I put up there um, shows the shape of water when exposed to the frequency of each of the positive things that are listed below, like passion and love and happiness. And then the second image that I posted up there is a nice comparison between the positive and negative frequencies that water can be exposed to before freezing and what those look like. And it's quite amazing how different they really do look. And why does this even matter to us? Well, I'm sure you've heard that most of your body is made up of water. It's like 60% or something. So keeping that in mind, you can now look at the environments that you found yourself in and you can kind of understand how those environments have made you feel 
and why. So if you are in environments where there is love, kindness, passion, gratitude, more than likely you are feeling happy, peaceful, harmonious in those environments. Whereas if you are in a bad environment where, you know, maybe there's a lot of negative yelling, screaming, uh, fighting, even if you're in a workplace where there's a lot of competition with underhanded actions, lies and deception, you might feel out of sorts and feel very stressed out and feel just absolutely exhausted. And it might even take physical effects on your body like um, psoriasis because, you know, stress can definitely help push that into play. Your body reacts to these negative energies, as I'm, as I'm pointing out, exactly the same way as the particles in the water reacts to them, which makes sense, right? Because our bodies are mostly made up of water. So how do we transform these energies? How do we make the energy be positive if right now we're in a negative environment or we're just naturally feeling more negative, which, you know, some people do have that issue. So let me just say this, whatever energy you have come become accustomed to in your life, if you do nothing, if you do nothing, the best scenario is that you're going to keep feeling bad. Your health will still be deteriorating. You'll get sick more easily. Migraines form, you know, there's just so many different things that stress and anxiety and, and just bad negative stuff can, can create in your body. I mean, it lowers your immune system. However, if you just attempt to become a little bit more mindful and take some steps to change that cycle you're in, you could get out of it. You know, like energy attracts more like energy. So positive energy attracts positive. That's why you see those really happy people and it seems like good things are always, always happening to them. Well, more than likely they have their fair share of, of bad things happen. However, because of their mindset and the way that they view the world, they tend to take it in stride and turn every positive, every negative into a positive. And if you tend to be more negative and you do nothing to get out of it, well, you'll just attract more negative. But let's start out by talking about change, right? Not everybody is very comfortable with change. In fact, most people resist change 100%. And this can get them even more stuck. So if there is some change that you decide that you want to do, You need to make sure that you're being mindful during the process and making sure that the changes that you're making for yourself really are leading you into a better position. So here are some steps you can take to at least start the thought process of making positive changes in your life. First, let's look at ourselves very closely. Most things become positive or negative because of the way that we perceive them. Our perception, whether it be right or wrong, is what causes most of our own, our own personal angst and negativity. So what do you tell yourself day in and day out? So think about that for a second. 
if somebody says something to you and you perceive it as negative, do you hold a grudge? Do you like who you are? Are you telling yourself positive or negative things about yourself? Now, we can't always be perfect, but if you don't look at yourself and the things that you're telling yourself, then it could be that success will never be yours because you're still telling yourself a nasty story about you. I mean, if you don't like how you look, if you tell yourself all the time that you're not good enough or that you'll never be successful, or let's say you've made a mistake in the past and you've just never forgiven yourself for the mistake that you've made, then your mind is negative all on its own. And the only way to change that is to change your perspective and your mindset. All right, so that's number one. The next thing you want to look at is the environments that you find yourself in. And this is in your home life, your work life, and any extracurricular activities that you happen to be involved in. If the energy from one or all of these things are not very good, you need to determine what is making them bad, first of all. Then you need to determine what you can control versus what you cannot control. Once you've figured that out, then you need to realize that, you know, there might be some changes that need to be made. And as we spoke about earlier, change is not easy for most people. Most people are not big change agents. And in fact, they loathe change because then you're going into a totally different season and you're going out of your comfort level. So let me just say that first and foremost is that change is not easy for most people. So you're not alone in that if, that's, if you're one of those people. And so then you need to make some decisions, right? The first thing that I say that you can do that would be probably the easiest thing, but still probably not super easy, is setting boundaries and letting people know what those boundaries are. Everything else would be a lot more difficult. Like you might need to eventually get away from people that are negative because if you want to change out of the negative environment it may be that you need to get away from the people in your life that are promoting the negativity you might also need to change things in your work environment whether it be the people that you hang with at work maybe you're working in a very bad department that just negativity you know is fostered there so you might need to change departments. Some people need to change jobs. Um, I'm sure that you've heard that, you know, people don't just leave jobs because of the job. They leave it typically because of the environment or the boss. So changing jobs might need to be one of the things. Sometimes even a complete career change may be justified if you're in a career path that just maybe is not where you need to be as a person. Maybe you're not living within your purpose in that career. But as I said before, whatever changes you determine, and nobody can make those decisions but you, whatever changes you determine, you must make sure that you truly accept those changes before you start making them. 
Because if you still feel resistant to the changes while you're making them, first of all, it's going to cause you a lot more grief. You're going to be very upset because you haven't made your mind up and you're not really sure if it's something you want. So it can create more negativity. And you got to realize also there's pros and cons to every change that you make in your life. So no matter what you do, there's going to be good and there's going to be bad. Like the yin and the yang. So it's always healthy to make sure that you're writing out your pros and cons. Because you don't want to make a change if your cons outweigh the pros. Another good thing to do is make a why statement. What is your why for making the change? And make sure that it's meaningful and that you agree to that, that this reason is, is meaningful enough to you to actually go through the, the hardship of making the change. And you never want to make these decisions lightly or through a knee-jerk reaction. Just remember, the goal is to make changes that will positively impact you, not create you more misery. The last thing I wanna look at is, what interactions do you have with your surroundings? What kind of energy are you putting out there in the world? And I know this is hard for a lot of people because a lot of times these truths that we have to agree to, accept that these things are true about ourselves, and a lot of times they're not very good. So here's some questions to ask yourself. Do your actions and words match the peace and harmony you wish to find? Are you being hateful to others? Are you one of those people who have massive road rage? Do you hold grudges? Are you being mean to people in your life? And it doesn't matter what part of your life th these people are in. Are you jealous of other people? Do you put people down? Are you easy to anger? Are you highly competitive and knock other people over on your way to get to where you want to be? All of these different things that I'm asking you to ask yourself is because negativity that you put out to the world, whether it be in the way you're treating yourself or the way that you're treating others around you, all create a problem for you. And that problem is created by you. Meaning that you are the problem in these scenarios. And until you stop the negative acts yourself, the world in return will only give you negative back. Not to mention there's science backing this, right? That this self-inflicted sickness on ourselves 
can be created by being negative ourselves and hateful. So, if you happen to be a person struggling with negativity or negative events seem to always be happening to you, hopefully by going through these few things that I've talked about today, you can figure out how to prevent it. You can't always do it on your own though. A lot of people look for counselors or life coaches to help them through these because You know, it takes a lot of self-reflection and a lot of times that self-reflection is a hard pill to swallow. So feel free to reach out if you need any help from me. Um, I'd be more than willing to work with anybody who needs some help creating a more positive lifestyle because that's what I am all about. It does take a lot of self-work, a lot of dedication, but it's all well worth it. You see those people out there who seem like they're just on top of the world and great things are always happening to them. And that's because they've chosen to create that environment, whether they did it on purpose or they were just raised to be that way. And you can do it too. So feel free to reach out to me anytime on my website, thriveforwards.com. And until then, I hope this helped you. Have a good day.